Hello there lads, lasses and anyone else listening in. Welcome to the Mind Talks, the show where we discuss, dissect and explore minds as we pick on them. Now that the intro is out of the way. Hello there anybody listening in. My name is Lightest Talk 10. How are you all doing? Fine, wonderful, lovely. So am I. Well, I was just bored and decided to start a podcast because, you know, that's what you do in life. Uh, This is my first podcast, so I do apologize if I come off as unbearable or go off the rack or anything of that sort. Good, now that we got that out of the way, what is this podcast about? Well, to put simply, this is just exploring the human mind uh, or anybody else's mind. The main I- the main purpose behind this honestly is just to you know talk to myself or talk to others and get a different view on things, get a different perspective. The talk can be about anything ranging from philosophy to sciences or plain old banter. <laughs> well then, let's get on, shall we? Uh, for today, I am alone. Since why not? <laughs> Well, to start off then, uh, you know, I've always noticed one thing. All the people pretend as if they don't have it or at least, you know, on surface level unless you inquire further. The anxiety for future or anxiety of present even. A lot of... Now, I consider myself a reasonably young guy, still in my youth. (laughs) Uh, So... One thing I noticed is the anxiety of future, fear of, you know, failing in life or even or or rather fear of not knowing where your life is going. Now, like now, this is something that I know for a fact a lot of people have, whether you're rolling the dice or whether you have a planned future set out, because let's be real here. Nothing ever goes according to the plan. Nothing ever goes the way it's supposed to. That's life, you know. And then there's the fear of the present, fear of not amounting to anything, the fear of knowing that you achieved nothing or what some people may call a midlife crisis or at least a part of a midlife crisis. (laughs) Well, now let's differentiate these both terms, at least how I consider them different. The former, which is the anxiety for future, is basically unsure of where your life is going or unsure how the future is going to settle in and this thought constantly worries you because you're afraid you might just end up in a ditch you know homeless alone or maybe that's just me (laughs) and I'm sure it's not but yeah the anxiety this anxiety of future essentially like tortures your mind for a long time and it's not like just three hours a day or something like that it randomly hits you uh, most people listening to this will be all too familiar with that. But yeah, uh, essentially you're not sure where your life is going. You you feel like although everything is planned out, the dice are just rolling. And that fear starts to stimulate anxiety, which basically tingles you on the inside. I can't think of a more appropriate, you know, description. <laughs> But yeah, it it stimulates this anxiety, which, uh, as the name suggests, anxiety of the future. So 
the whole time you're worried what's my life leading to what is there am i just going to end up a failure in the future or am i even ever going to succeed but you know often times the not uh, this anxiety of the future settles down or leaves at least for a while uh, nothing to worry about of course you know that's how life is but then we come to the second one anxiety of amounting to nothing or anxiety of settling in where basically people of more middle age or even youth to a certain extent uh have a sense of anxiety that so far their life has amounted to nothing and after being whatever age you are you still have not amounted to nothing and it's more or less a follow up to the anxiety of future or at least what i consider now mind you i am no professional or uh, i'm not an academic uh when it comes to biology or sociology or even psychology mind you i'm just stating what i think is the case now this anxiety of settling in is generally the uh, a follow up to a lack of anxiety of the future basically down that the anxiety of future has reduced you need something to fill that in and this anxiety of settling in is basically a substitute now to put uh in simpler words or at least simpler in my head you have lived a xyz amount of time in this earth whatever your age may be whatever anything and you are not worried about how f- the future is going to go anymore or not as much as you used to but now there's this tiny little fear or tiny little anxiety that's eating you up from the inside thinking i've lived xyz amount of time in my life and i have amounted to nothing or i haven't done nearly as much as so many other people have now mind you these all are just pointless futures not all of us can uh, no one truly is going to be satisfied with their life not um, or at least not a lot of people until much later in their lives i'm talking about 60s and 70s so this future this anxiety of settling in starts eating you up on the inside it you start thinking there are so many other people oh uh the author of frankenstein wrote it when they were still in their teens and etc people who have achieved so much more than you in their youth and when you compare yourself to them you think what have i amounted in life i have achieved nothing of course now mind you this is in my opinion something that a majority of the human populace faces and for a reasonable amount when these exceptions are brought up when people who become successful in their life at a very young age people who started businesses people who dropped out of college and in fact made something of themselves come up people in their mind make try to make that the standard try to see you know what everyone else should be like that which quite frankly in my opinion is simply not practical so it's understandable to have a fear of settling and i think to a certain extent it's necessary so that uh, you figure out where your life is dictating and so you're and so you can come to terms with this and finally be content in life you know but uh, up until that point fear of anxiety is often than not a meaningless worry because not all of us are going to amount to something great in our lives and that's all right since that's not what life is 
we we are not meant to be content we are not meant we are not designed to be happy uh, to achieve that in spite of that is is the true is the true accomplishment you now uh take this one essentially <laughs> i if i had a nickel for every time i said essentially uh not a golf topic here but the sphere of uh settling or anxiety of settling in can often call can is often a burden both the anxiety of the future and anxiety of settling in can often be burden on a person's mind of course the, as i said before these can be viewed as necessities to a certain extent you know to keep your mind going to you to keep yourself going but there are cases where when these continue they become unhealthy to a certain extent and that that truly saddens me well uh, going back to anxiety of future and anxiety of settling in now when it comes to anxiety of future and anxiety of settling in they share a humongous common ground uh they they both again their both roots are from anxiety both of them have the common as uh, to where the future is not going uh, future is not going anywhere or they have not done anything in their lives yet now mind you there's a there's a difference between them both a person can have both simultaneously but the way, the biggest difference is anxiety of future is when you're worried you're more worried about the future than the present and anxiety of settling in is more worried about the present than the future since in anxiety of the future you're more worried about what you will do or what you might do while anxiety of settling in is more about what you haven't done or what you won't do now anxiety of settling in is generally followed along with a midlife crisis for most people uh, and while anxiety of the future is done for more for youth who tend to have like more like more a greater future ahead of them greater mind not in a sense of magnitude where they have a bigger future but rather more time ahead of them you know generally uh, generally anyone from le- uh, mid to late teens or even young adults like anyone up to even 30 even but they're going past that this difference between them both as uh, as stated before can be a burden on their mind and this actually can even lead to a lot of depression or suicide and i i personally believe this is due to the high standard we live in as a world uh now mind you when i say high standard i don't mean what others have done but rather for the falsified standard when what do you, what do i mean by falsified standard you might ask when i mean falsified standard i mean high a degree of like a high degree of standard which is not true or which is rather a lie uh, example uh, instagram now most people often than not have at least used instagram once in their lives if not continuously on a daily basis so when you go on instagram you look at these models or you look at even your friends or even peop- your acquaintances who post on like a regular if not even regular who post rarely but their posts dim a po- uh, shine a positive light on their lives 
makes it look as if they have everything fine going on for them everything you know is going smooth for them their lives are perfect they look good they exercise uh, their future uh, their education uh, in terms of academics they are doing excellent in terms of monetary or you know income they are doing well but what most people look past us and no uh, now here's the funny thing what i'm about to point out a lot of people are aware most people in fact are aware of this but still at the heat of the moment or in the moment they tend to look past this or ignore it or quite frankly just become oblivious to it for a while try you know dwelling in their own disappointment uh, this i refer to as mentioned earlier falsified standards most people when they look at this think wow this person is doing so good in their life this person has everything fine for them and that in fact and of, of course as humans we tend to make apt comparisons so we look and we think what am i doing with my life where is everything going for me and this often not can lead to fear of future and a fear of settling in more often than not but can also be a cause for the fear of future of course what a lot of people again uh, tend to be oblivious to or look past at the heat of the moment is that these people also do not have their things together they they have either worked extremely hard for what they have or in fact are simply or in most cases are simply hiding the negative aspects of their life which let's be real is human nature you don't want others to see your weakness your vulnerability so you should try to show that your life is going good this of course can influence others into thinking that their lives are not going nearly as well or not on the dotted line and while you uh, while the people who have caused this in fact are in a similar plight to you although not the exact sim- sim- not the exact same boat they too have their own difficulties they too have their own problems in life their life is just as big a mess as yours but the only difference is they don't show it and i think most people at the heat of the moment when scrolling through posts on instagram twitter or whatever tend to be oblivious to it and this is just at the moment mind you not no, not everyone is uh, absolutely oblivious to it or ignorant of it most people know most people are aware of that it's just sometimes they tend to look past it sometimes they tend to get themselves you know uh, their let their minds dwell in it Whew. well talking about dotted lines actually uh, recently i saw shown netflix called tearing along the dotted line uh, extremely recommended i i do recommend it to you it's basically the story of a cartoonist uh, narrating a uh, parts of his life uh, it gives you a good sense of you know existential dread and you know the dre- uh, that dread eventually le- le- leading to existential comfort but you know that that's uh, yeah that's something i recommend to you uh, i loved it um, i sure hope whoever is listening to this takes a look a look at it and also loves it as well but yeah uh, but uh, going over the details of the show there is is a moment in the show actually i'm pretty sure in the very first episode where uh, the protagonist uh, talk uh, where the narrator the protagonist in this case talks to their friend and says how they disappointed someone and they are worried that that person has been disappointed in them until the protagonist friend mentions that no 
even if they are disappointed in them it does not make as big a difference primarily because the person who uh, the protagonist thought was disappointed in them did not care simply as much and the protagonist thought well that's horrid how could they not care about me that's the moment the friend points out that it's a good thing because since the person doesn't care about you 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 don't stand out to their attention you don't have to worry about the burdens that come with it you don't have to bear the burdens of expectations when it comes to that person you don't have to worry about disappointing them or anything cuz simply they don't care about you it's like being a blade in being a blade of grass you're one in a million you're you're simply a faceless person among hundreds and thousands of faceless people and now to a lot of people that may seem morbid or even horrid you know uh well no uh, would that mean nobody special would that mean it meaningless and to a certain extent yes now a lot of people can take that in negative light you know uh, my life is meaningless so my life is pointless but there's also positive view to this your life well i wouldn't say meaningless but your you you aren't as important to most people as you think and that's a comforting level because this means you don't have to bear their expectations you don't have to be filled or you don't have to take the burden of the burden on your shoulders and walk around with it you you can live your life at hap- you can live your life with peace and happiness because a stranger will not care about you not even a little bit they won't give a shilling about you and that's a strange sort of a strange sort of comfort in my opinion because then you no longer have to worry about what others think about you you no longer have to worry about other people's expectations and i quite frankly love that idea who Uh, again wa- uh, tearing along the dotted line it's an italian show i recommend the english dub but you know uh, watch whatever you might uh, i loved it good sense of existential dread strangely enough helped me learn a bit about myself uh yeah now going back to a topic earlier instagram or rather social media in general Social media addiction is uh, well it's an unpleasant thing to put simply. Uh mind you I'm, I'm not trying to make this a generational thing thing kids of this uh, youth of today or comparing it to back in the day <laughs> back in the day well uh, I'm not trying to make this a generational thing every generation had its own flaws uh, uh late gen y and early gen z were more or less addicted to television middle gen z to you know later gen z was where you know computer and technology started like becoming a part of everyone's lives and that became the problem pre gen z was uh, gen uh, pre gen x gen y and baby boomers this was when the idea of comfort wasn't as settled in as mind you humans having free like the general populace having free time was a concept that was like introduced within was introduced very recently uh, the idea of humans having like free time in general to loaf around and again mind you i'm not talking about like people of power or authority i'm talking about your everyday common man or woman uh, feminism and <laughs> uh, no, everyday common person having free time did not exist until very recently and by that i mean uh, the last 
100 to 200 years <laughs> because until then life was busy for everyone the concept of free time just wasn't as widespread uh people ha- the people just had to work Pe- the comfort wasn't there as much and this led to some rigid ideas being stuck this also means that uh, coming to the f- flaws of baby boomers and gen y the ideas in their mind or rather their perception of the view is more rigid and doesn't progress as well this is due to gen- their generation and again every generation has its generational fault late gen z and early gen alpha are being raised with technology this basically means kids kids are becoming although this is uh, again mind you this is although increasing their uh, them on an intellectual standard on a sense of morality and you know ethics this is very debatable because essentially the internet can be perceived as both a good thing and bad thing everything can the concept of morality good and bad is in my opinion subjective there's nothing truly good or nothing truly bad everything has its own positives and negatives but being raised with this sort of thing can create problems this can create the, the essentially when you are growing up with social media in hand it starts dwelling as into your personality starts dwelling into your biology even i'm pretty sure there are research papers showing how social media addiction addiction to selfies etc alter your genetics even to a certain extent mind you not by a great extent but uh, uh, and again this is not some uh, conspiracy theory thing i'm i'm talking about certified research papers showing minor alters in dna due to this of course this this is debatable whether it's a good thing or bad thing the uh, it's just altering in dna i'm not saying it causes autism like vaccines do that that's a topic for another time i'll i'll just put a pin on that but uh, yeah but this dwells into your biology this dwells into this becomes a part of your personality social media and so you gain the social media addiction uh, taking instagram as an example because that's one of that's a social media i'm familiar with you spend time on Inst- you spend hours a day on instagram you know and i'm talking like a you is in this generalization a person might spend hours on instagram without even realizing they either be chatting with their friends or simply going over posts of random people and generally uh, this can take hours of the time and they don't even realize time has moved and when they look at the end of the day they think oh i've spent an hour on this what the heck precious time wasted or well not precious time wasted maybe because again there's no such thing as wasting time but they just but then they start thinking oh my gosh i wasted so much time i could have done something else with it but uh, this they don't realize that this is an addiction this is like a problem because when you use instagram constantly throughout the day for an hour or two you are becoming reliant on it to keep you entertained you are becoming reliant on it to you know give you the dosage of dopamine give you the endorphins give you all those happy hormones and when you deprive yourself of that it can lead to problems it can lead to a sense of emptiness that eventually bring you back to that now mind you addiction and addiction can happen with anything be it drugs or be it social media 
of course i'm not comparing them both they both are drastically different but i'm not but just because one thing is not as bad as the other doesn't mean it's not bad it's like the co- apt comparison between smoking and vaping uh vaping uh, in context is was proposed as a healthier alternate to smoking now it is a good con- it is a good idea for smokers who are u- who are like routine chronic smokers who cannot get rid of their addiction since this is a good substitute but for healthy people for teens it's not it's not as much as vaping doesn't cause damage at all as much as vaping doesn't cause as much damage as smoking most people don't uh, realize that they don't realize that vaping is still causing damage just not to a noticeable extent and coming back to social media it's a similar concept social media addiction is a problem and i'm i'm glad it's being brought up in recent time in being brought more awareness to it people are addicted to social media they spend hours of day on it and not saying that's a bad thing but then they realize they spend hours on it and dwell in it they they just dread the idea of the fact that they wasted so much time on it now I, now i don't judge a person i'm not go, i'm not judging i'm not saying it's a bad idea to spend hours on social media now that's not my judgment to make that's not my that's not my verdict to take but what but i know for a fact that it's bad when you spend hours on social media and then look back at it and regret it and then continue to do it again and again and it's a cycle i'm not saying spending the time itself is bad but spending it and regretting it is the bad part uh social media addiction is becoming a problem more and more uh, uh of course i'm not saying to leave social uh, the problem is most people when they realize they either have social media addiction or try to avoid it take drastic measurements shall we say they say i'm going to quit instagram or i'm going to quit twitter or i'm just going to quit this you know leave it now they don't realize this that quitting it right on spot is worse because you are essentially taking a routine part of your life something that you were reliant on nearly and completely getting rid of it that's not the right way to go in my opinion i believe you should take a more you should take a more how do, how what's the right term what what should i use shall i say appropriate you you should you should be smarter when it comes you should be more smarter and tactical when it comes to something like this you cannot just quit one day and say you know what i'm going because that that often times the not does not last people completely forget the word the term baby steps exist for reason you should essentially slowly cut down your time you know i spend 3 hours a day on instagram let me make that 2 uh, by the end of the month let me make that 1 and slowly keep reducing it until it's to a acceptable amount i myself have actually faced this as much as i hate to admit this i noticed myself spending over an hour a day on instagram and that honestly just got me disappointed of course uh, i realized that quitting wa- would have been you know meaningless since i knew i uh, would be out come back to it eventually so i decided to take the re- i decided to be tactical regarding this i i decided to essentially cut down my time as suggested earlier and now i use no more than 5 minutes a day of instagram something i am quite frankly satisfied with but yeah yeah so 
in, uh, so social media addiction is becoming more of a problem and when and the most part of an addiction isn't the addiction itself is the denial because when you realize you are addicted to something you take actions to avoid it or you take you take appropriate actions to reduce it or minimize its effects even if you can't completely quit it when a smoker realizes he's addicted to smoking he reduces the amount he smokes he doesn't stop it of course not but he reduces or at least he takes actions that will help him stop same with an alcoholic when an alcoholic realizes that alcoholism has ruined his life he takes appropriate steps cuts down on drinking and goes into rehabilitation centers but then the denial is a problem denial is a factor that most addicts face where they essentially go i can stop uh, anytime i want to i just choose not to which is a problem that is the peak meaning of denial where you are essentially refusing that you have an addiction refusing to admit you have an addiction even though all the symptoms are clearly there and i find that a problem because i always believe you cannot help someone who does not want help and this is the exact problem with people facing through denial and by the time they get past this denial or by the time they realize that you know things are not going right for them it becomes a bit late it becomes it becomes far too late they become more reliant on it ever, than they ever were and uh, it can cause heavy uh, let's say imposition it can cause major problems in their life because of this dependency they can lose connections destroy relations relations co- uh, uh, have problems with employment and so many other things and mind you this just does not stand for i'm not just talking about drugs or alcohol i'm talking about anything in general anything that you can get addicted to addiction in general is a problem because the idea of addiction is essentially being reliant on some something and having too much of it and too much of anything is a problem no matter how, what the substance is so people don't realize this and when they go into denial it just saddens me because these people don't realize that uh, what's happening they don't realize that they are facing the symptoms of addiction and you can't even blame them for it uh, no one wants to admit that things are going bad no one wants to admit that their life is going down the drain so they would rather lie to everyone including themselves that everything is fine and normally this would be fine i can't even blame them for it denial is not a bad thing sometimes living your life in denial can can help you find a state of peace but when this denial is causing active damage to you it just saddens me to know what, uh, what this is happening so that state of denial happens to anyone under addiction in so, especially of social media people say you know what, i can just cut it if i want to i just choose not to and then like cut down on instagram or uh, whatever social media may be there for a single day they'll think you know i can cut down if i want to and uh, just don't use the media app for one day and proceed to go back to the regular routine the day after that this denial is just fuels their addiction because their denial re- their denial essentially reinforces their idea that they do not have a problem and humans are very stubborn creatures mind you when you try to tell them they are wrong their ideas just get reinforced further so when someone is in denial and you try to help them 
they just think of you as an opposing force they think of you as someone who wants to get in their way so their idea of the fact that they are not under trouble just gets reinforced for them now this denial is essentially a problem <laughs> uh of course it is but the my biggest problem with this is that when their ideas get reinforced their denial gets stronger and as stated before i do not believe you can help someone who does not want help so when this denial gets reinforced it takes longer for a person to come out of it or realize that this denial is causing them trouble so now here we come in a dichotomy a dilemma might is i might even say of whether you assist a person going on through denial by trying to um, help them uh, by trying to make them aware that they are under denial or simply let them lead it in hopes that they come out of it sooner there is no right answer here mind you there is no right answer here since both of them have their own fair share of uh, repercussions and benefits if you are ex- if you are good at convincing people then persuasion is a better option uh if you believe that you trying to assist them will just make things work uh, uh absence is the be- uh, you know staying away and not in not meddling is the better you know out uh, is the better action there is no right action here there is no wrong action here both both have their own repercussions and be- uh, gains but ultimately this denial just fuels addiction and this is something that everyone under addiction goes through be uh, be it any addiction Mo- because denial is the part that acts as a catalyst to the addiction and coming back to why i find social media as uh, an addiction unlike alcohol or unlike the uh, drugs or cigarettes social media is far more uh, let's say accessible to a person so unlike alcohol or uh, cigarettes or any sort of drug uh, which are much harmful in terms of physicality but are much harder to access social media is on a person's phone even if they are trying to control it they just open their phone and they see oh someone sent me a notification I accidentally click on it and boom you spend over an hour just scrolling through cat videos on instagram <laughs> speaking of cat videos actually uh, slightly diverging of the topic uh, instagram had introduced something called reels around 2 uh, uh, years ago i believe maybe a year ago i'm not exactly sure but uh, Uh, at they at first it uh, it looked like they were just attempting to you know recreate this famous uh this this reasonably well known app called TikTok which does what Instagram Reels is essentially is where it's like 10 to 12 second videos of uh well yeah tw- 10 to 12 second videos of people doing anything and at first this this may s- seem like it's just you know a rip off or just why don't what's the point of adding this but in reality this is business genius people of our generation peop- the primary users the majority of the users of instagram are essentially yo- young people and young people are not exactly known for having the best attention span so 
these people would rather scroll through hundreds of 10 to 12 second videos than sit through one thirty second video sorry than sit through one thirty minute video so you would rather spend five hours okay that's a bit of exaggeration but you'd rather spend an hour scrolling through 10 to 12 second videos without even realizing you lost that time you know simply just to get the dopamine rather than sit 30 minutes watching some video that's why they had to drop the idea of IGTV because it was more akin to YouTube which again used the format of longer videos uh, of course there was later YouTube shorts but then I'm not talking about that for now but yeah this is business genius because they are essentially making their popul they are making their users spend more time in their app and when they spend more time in their app they have more time for advertisements more time for you know sponsorships deals they have more time they have more content to spread out their users are spending more time on their app it's a benefit for them so yeah the whole concept of reels although ethically is questionable is a business genius anyway moving back from that going back to addiction yeah uh, addiction is a problem among the youth social media addiction and that i feel that's the problem with this generation as again to state what i said earlier in this video no generation is perfect everyone had their own flaws i'm just pointing out that the flaw of our generation one of the bigger ones is uh, one of uh, is essentially social media addiction the f the bigger problem for gen z and gen x essentially is social media addiction and i'd rather have and again the point of this is not to berate people who are addicted to social media or who use social media the point of this is to make people aware of it to make people realize that oh now whether they choose to uh, admit they have addiction or realize they don't is up to them but the whole idea is to just make people aware that you know what social media uh, addiction does exist and it can be a problem and just to look reflect on yourself to see if you are addicted to it or if you are in denial well yeah that's basically it so yeah uh, another problem with social uh, social media it's an endless spit hole now another problem with social media is it generates the sort of hive mind uh, what do I mean by hive mind you ask it promotes alike thinking and anything outside gets kicked out uh, prime example of social media are like reddit or uh, Facebook most social media you can think of they essentially have groups that promote these things see here's the thing humans by nature are supposed to object to things which do not make sense you know you cannot just accept things blindly you need a reason to not believe in something rather than a reason to believe in something okay you re you need a reason to believe in something rather than to not believe in something so essentially social media breaks that down you have groups of people who are like anti-vaxxers or anti uh, who are like or uh, racial parties or essentially you know propagandas and whatnot uh, but basically the whole idea behind this is they form these groups and that's fine but the problem with social media is if if i were to let's say 
go out in public and go to a random stranger or even one of my friends who may not share the same beliefs as me and just tell them that uh, i don't i don't think um, i don't think xyz community or xyz group deserves human rights or i don't believe they uh, should live or i don't i don't believe that they should be allowed to walk freely that person will straight up call me a bollocks to my face and ask and tell me to think about uh, think about what i'm saying now of course this may not change my views but this will make me reflect on them this will make me think maybe i am wrong maybe i did do maybe that is a wrong belief to have or maybe the what this person says makes more sense than what i believe is the problem with social media is you have groups people forming groups of people who uh, people forming groups with same beliefs when you have groups of people with same beliefs there is no opposition you are essentially living in a vacuum chamber uh, yeah uh, the term is appropriate you are essentially in a vacuum chamber you have no opposition you have no resistance to your beliefs or whatever you have whatever your ideology is and when there is no resistance your ideas just get reinforced and this is why the rise of the flat earth society and anti vaxxers is more prominent because they live in this vacuum chamber filled with groups that reinforce their own ideas but and when their ideas are reinforced it's harder to get through so when they face opposition which is not common to them they just you know fight back they retaliate even if it doesn't make sense to them even sometimes they might think this does not make sense but with other people reinforcing their ideas they well uh, they just fall back to their beliefs so so the biggest problem i have with social media besides the addiction is it creates vacuum it creates echo chambers not vacuum chambers echo chambers pardon me but it creates these echo chambers which uh again as stated before it creates these echo chambers which reinforces a person ide- person's ideas and poses no resistance to them and this is why you have like modern day feminists again mind you nothing nothing no hatred towards feminists but i'm not a f- supporter of modern day feminism that's for another time though but that's why this idea of you know people with crazy hair and you know people who believe that uh, there uh, people who claim that a single belief of theirs fills up for personality etc they live in people with people in groups who fortify their beliefs fortify their ideas they with similar ideas when two people of similar disposition are together they just fortify each other and this becomes a problem because you when you have an imperfect wall you need to do testing on it to see if it crumbles this is a major problem i have with religion as well uh, there are so many how do i say this logical might i say errors and that i find in a majority of religions but uh, ignoring that the problem is religion has been such a dominant thing for so many years it has fortified itself within people and when there is opposition to it people people of course retaliate New, uh, newton's third law of motion uh, every action has an opposite and equivalent reaction so when you have people fort it's like this you are secluding yourself from the world by building a wall 
around yourself and your community and when you invite more people in it people who share the same beliefs as you they fortify the wall further and when someone tries to get through you or tries to ex- uh, tries to explain their point of view or their perspective uh, they retaliate newton's third law of motion as stated earlier every action has an opposite and equivalent reaction so when they fortify each other's wall and you try to pen- uh, when you try to penetrate through it when you try to get to them they retaliate with equivalent force if not greater so the problem is with people fortifying each other's ideas it causes a echo chamber which also leads to close mindedness people people just aren't willing to explore other perspectives or other point of views nearly as much or it takes far more effort than needed to get through them people uh, this this is honestly uh, this is again mind you i am no sociology expert or any or i have any qualifications in academically or uh, uh, well yeah academically in sociology but this is one of my primary reasons i believe is the more dominant reason for existence of flat earth society or people with just bigoted or unreasonable opinions because social media and not just social media like uh, like people in general but this but social media has essentially acted as an amplifier for this creates closed rooms creates echo chambers and this fortifies people's negative ideas and that i that as stated earlier is something i believe is one of the biggest problems with social media today and this this just happens worse because people tend to believe a lot of things on social media quite easily because false news can just spread and this will incite people's ideas this will cause people to think maybe this is true even though it isn't and with little to no you know research or with like research from one paper on uh, the internet which supports their ideas they essentially fail uh, they essentially crumble they to put simply they essentially falter they uh, i know this may sound like a meaningless ramble but stay with me here essentially it breaks apart because when you believe everything you see on social media you as your ideas your perspective gets tuned to that so any opposition becomes a problem and you in desperateness to prove your point tend to search for articles from any corner of the internet that even vaguely proves your point and that i find is a problem with uh, to, is a major problem today in social media Whew. you know what i've ranted for long enough for uh, with no particular you know destination with no meaningful conclusion so i think i'll just end it here uh to to summarize what i've just said i find so i think social media addiction is a growing problem uh again social media itself is not bad the addiction is uh, i think social media also creates echo chambers which causes people's negative ideas to get fortified and have no opposition because again mind you if you have an idea it is necessary for it to have opposition uh, when an idea has an opposition that's truly when it crumbles down and the basics the re- the reliable part of it uh, solidifies because when you have a belief and someone else proposes a counter belief with valid points 
your all the points of your belief that cannot be accountable or that are simply not valid break down and while the ones that are there the core values that stand true prosper so opposition is necessary in order to crumble the wall so these echo chambers avoid this uh, these opposition because it's just people reinforcing each other's idea you know people with same beliefs and that's a big big uh, that's a big reason for the existence or for rather for the uh, recent increase in growth of the flat earth community or uh, anti-vaxxers those those were simply put it Oof. yeah i ranted on for long enough anyway people uh, thank you for listening in uh, i hope you either listen to this while doing something or just actively listen to it no judgment uh, i hope to catch you on next time uh, it was fun i think i'll be uploading a few more of these and thank you for listening in catch you some other time